John likes tech and lives in Indiana, you know. Kevin likes the Dodgers and talks on the radio. John plays games on Xbox and on his Nintendo. While Kevin runs around LA with his mustachio, it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars from Venus, that's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. What do you think, John? We're going we're gonna to get you doing backup vocals on that song one of these days? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I bet you have a nice little uh, what, like an alto voice. I bet you got. I bet you got some vocals in there. I, I mean, I was in choir for a year or two at Manchester. Was See? in some operas, but just sang in the chorus. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. After hearing my voice, it's probably a good thing I wasn't in any any choirs or. <laughs> Well, hey, John, it's good to see you. I'm Kevin, and that's John, and this is episode four, right? Yeah, episode four. Of the Lack of Genius podcast. Yeah, we've officially, what, made it a month now? Wow, look at it. We should have had a one-month anniversary, John. Is that really a thing for podcasts? (laughs) Maybe not for podcasts, but for our friendship, for our relationship. We should start celebrating every little minor uh, celebration that we can. Fair enough. I am very grateful to be reunited with you, reconnected, not just uh, not just because it's nice being your friend, but because look at the gift that it gave us, a chance to do this podcast together, yeah. so very cool. We are in episode four, and today we are focusing on uh, two of our favorite TV shows. John, mm-hmm. you're representing Star Trek. Yep. And I am representing the television show Survivor. Yeah, do you have anything you want to say about Star Trek? We're, we'll, we'll get into the quizzes in a minute, but just uh, as an introduction... I think it's just good sci-fi. You know, it, mm-hmm. it does what I think sci-fi is supposed to do. It puts everyday stuff in a new light to where it makes you think about it without realizing that's what it's doing. Wow. That's a great description, John. And that's, uh, I mean, because I don't have a ton of Star Trek knowledge. Uh, my grandpa and my dad, both huge Star Trek fans. And so I have a little bit of periphery Star Trekness in my life, but that is a very accurate description. And the newer stuff, which, you know, some people hate, some people really like, tends to be that people don't like it. Maybe there's a reason they don't like it. Maybe it's hitting a little too close to home for them. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited for that. John has prepared a quiz for me about Star Trek to see just how much genius I lack on that subject. And I have prepared a quiz on the television show Survivor, five-question quiz. We've each done five questions. I'm a big fan of the show. I said last episode it's almost like a guilty pleasure um, because it's almost embarrassing. So most people don't even know Survivor is still on the air. But yeah, I watch every season now. Um, I Ironically, I did not watch season one. I think I've seen every season now. And yeah, so I'm excited to do this quiz. Um, but before we get to these quizzes... We have our, I don't know, we'll call it our tidy up section. Yeah, that, that works. What we do here is if, if we have any errors from the episode that we caught or that anybody, you know, called us out on, this is where we'll clean those up and, and just any business items that we have going on. It's like a, yeah. it's like a formal meet. It's like a board meeting here. <laughs> do you second this notion to go to tidy up period, John? I, I do. I don't think I had any errors. No one called me out on anything. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if anyone called you out or not. No, I was pretty perfect. I'll be honest. <laughs> But we did we did have a, a, a business piece. Yeah, we, we uh, did something big last week. And, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin and I, we kind of talked about this, you know, before we even really started the podcast, if it was something that we wanted to do. And we decided that we were going to wait a little bit to see if we actually, you know, wanted to continue with this and um, if we were able to do it consistently. And so far, I think we both want to con- keep doing it. So this is a bad time to tell you that I'm quitting the podcast or no? That'd be an okay time, I suppose. <laughs> better, okay, better carry sooner on. than later. 
No, I'm all in. We are both all in. It's very exciting. But we uh, we decided to start a Patreon. You know, we don't have physical things to give away or anything like that. So, you know, the tier, different tiers and, and, you know, being a patron of us, we're going to release the episodes early for you guys. If people want to want us to do it, we'll do monthly Ask Us Anything. AMAs, they call them in the business. Yep, Ask AMAs. Me Anything. Just to back up for a sec, just in case there's nobody who there's somebody who's not familiar with Patreon, this is a it's essentially a, a way for you to contribute to our show financially. And it's there's no it's not necessary. We're not we don't need you to do that to listen. It's just if you like what you hear, this money goes to covering the cost for like our website and the various uh, the various things that we use to run this podcast and maybe eventually get us some better equipment. But certainly no requirement whatsoever. We just want to have this in place so that once once we get humongous and everybody's listening to us, it's already there is, mm-hmm. the, is basically the idea. Yeah. So how do we get that? How do we uh, find uh, Patreon if we're listening right now? Uh, if you just go to patreon.com and search for us, you can do that. I think we're at just patreon.com slash lack of genius. And I think with that, we should just get into the quizzes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you asked the first question last week, so I will do it this week. Okay, yes. So you're going to start by asking me the first Star Trek question. And I have the quiz open. Again, these quizzes are all at lackofgenius.com. You can take the quizzes yourself before every episode. And uh, that's the exact quiz that we're going to take right now. Yep. So you ready? I am ready. Bring it on. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Who does Nichelle Nichols credit for not quitting the show? Now, Nichelle Nichols was Lieutenant Uhura in the original series. Okay. Um, so back in the 60s, who does she credit for not quitting the show? Oh, like why, she's saying, I didn't quit the show because of this person. Right. Gotcha. Okay, I like it. Okay, go ahead. Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, Wow. Martin Luther King Jr., mm-hmm. or Barack Obama? Well, you gave me a great clue in that this was the original series. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, my guess would be Barack Obama is not the correct answer there because he's a little bit more current. He was probably alive then. Yes, he was, in fact. But, yeah. God, I freaked out when I saw this question because I was like, oh, my God, who's Nichelle Nichols? <laughs> so Barack Obama's eliminated. I think Abraham Lincoln is prob. I mean, unless she's going way back, like ending slavery. I mean, maybe, but I'm Martin Luther King Jr. is jumping out at me. And I'm going to select it on my quiz right now. That's what I'm choosing. Martin Luther King Jr. Correct. Woo! Go, Kevin, go! Although Abraham Lincoln did make an appearance on the original series. Uh. Uh, it, was, it wasn't him. But <laughs> Nichelle Nichols, you know, evidently was having a rough time and was thinking of quitting the show until she actually had a conversation with Martin Luther King Jr. Where basically he said something to the to the effect of, you're giving you know, the African-American community is something they've never seen before. Representation wow. in the future. Wow. Um, and so that's what inspired her to stay on the show. And her being on the show is actually what made Whoopi Goldberg want to be on The Next Generation because she saw Michelle Nichols on the show and, like, and, you know, she want, Whoopi wanted to continue that representation. It's a long line of inspiration being passed mm-hmm. on from and and what's pretty amazing to me is one that she actually had a conversation with Martin Luther King Jr. I was thinking it was like he just really inspired me for the work he did. No, he she got like yeah. direct conversation from him. And then what I really love about what you just said is it's not just that rep- I mean even today there's not enough like African American representation in in television in my opinion and and I think we're making great strides at that. But the fact that he acknowledged 
this is an African-American person being represented in the future. Yeah. You know, not just in the present, but mm-hmm. in the future. Like, what a, wow. What, that's progress. That's great. Well, thanks for that knowledge. So I'm yeah. one for one, and we're going to jump into uh, in, right into our first Survivor question for you, John. Mm-hmm. In the 40 seasons of Survivor that have aired, yes, 40 seasons, uh, and you'll note that I said that have aired because they have filmed, I believe, seasons 41 and 42, but they don't come out till next fall. So in the 40 seasons of Survivor that have aired, how many contestants have there been all time? How many contestants? 340, 490, 590, 640. So I'm going to say it's not the 640 because there's what, 12, no. 14 or 16 contestants that start off at each season because i know for a fact that they have done multiple 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 seasons where they just bring back people that have already been on the show that's correct yeah so it's not going to be 40 times whatever i'm gonna go with 340 340 is your final answer yep sorry Ah. dude 590 590. Yeah, the interesting thing about Survivor is they um, they actually will change up how many they have per season. I, in fact, I was reading about how there have been a few, to, actually two times where they had all their contestants lined up and then somebody quit like the night before. Somebody ha- There was one contestant mm-hmm. who quit the night before and had a lot of anxiety and they just didn't replace her. And then there was, a, there was one where it was a, a, a sister combo. They were playing as families and they had a family emergency come up and they got pulled out but yeah all right so now you know 590 human beings have played the game of survivor okay you ready for your next one number two for star trek who helped produce the original series so you know what studio okay was the original series filmed at okay warner brothers nbc abc wow or desi lu oh my goodness well, okay, I'll I'll be honest that Desi Lou pops out right away because that isn't that isn't where one's mind would go, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it could be that you chose that as like a kind of bizarre answer, but I got to be honest, I think that, here's what I want that to be the correct answer. And so I'm going to try to will it into truth and I'm going to choose Desi Lou. That's uh that's Lucille Ball and and Desi Arnaz Arnaz's production company. I'm choosing it, Desi Lou. Correct. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Tell me the story behind that. I'm, that's, that's so fascinating. If memory serves, Gene Roddenberry, he, you know, he wrote the script for Star Trek. Is that, also, the, is that like the head writer of Star- Gene yeah, Roddenberry? He, he's okay. the one that created it. He, he saw it as Wagon Train to the Stars. You know, it was kind oh. of a, a Western, but in space. Cool. And he, from my understanding, he kind of shopped it around to a few other places and no one really wanted it. So Lucille Ball saw it and loved it and... Desi Lou is where they filmed it. Lucille Ball was the first Star Trek fan then, I yeah. think, is what that means. Pretty That's much. amazing. That is knowledge. You just dropped some major knowledge on the people there, John. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Sometimes it just happens, man. That's, a, yeah. that's great. All right. So, oh, my turn to ask you a question. I'm two for two. You're 0 for 1, man. For the first time in history, I'm beating you. <laughs> you are. Um, okay, let's, let's go to this one. In the history of Survivor, how many two-time winners... Have there been, as you mentioned, many people have played the game multiple times. How many times has somebody won twice? Zero, one, two, or 19? Well, I'm immediately going to rule out 19 because that would be literally almost half. (laughs) 
of the seasons would have been a second time winner. It is technically possible. It is possible, but I feel like it's happened at least once. So I'm going to rule out zero as well. That leaves you with one or two for the how many two-time winners have there been in Survivor history? I, I want to go with two. Are you going to? I'm going to. Going with two. Nice, John. Wow. I was hoping you were going to go with zero, but you, you had a memory that it had happened already. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the two to do it. Um, the first one to do it is uh, Sandra Diaz Twine. She was, uh, she's like a villain of Survivor. She's the self-proclaimed queen of Survivor. But really, she's won the game twice, and so she sort of is. I'm not personally a fan of her gameplay, but I got to say, look, she, she won the game twice. The yeah. first two times she played, she won the game. She ended up playing four times total, and she did not win the, the last two times. And then just this last season... They did, uh, which was before COVID, so it was over a year ago that it aired. They did an all-winners version. So it was uh, 20, I believe, 20 winners that they brought back, and it was <laughs> so awesome. I had a lot of fun watching, and uh, a dude named Tony Vlachos, Vl- Vlachos, I don't even know how to say his last name, but I know him as Tony. He's a, he's a cop from New York, and um, a guy that I hated the first time he played when he won. He played two more times in between, got eliminated early, played the fourth time, and I actually really loved the way he played the game, so I was happy for him. So there you go, two t- two two-time winners in Survivor history. Cool. Oh, all right. So number three for Star yep. Trek, right? Yep. How many series are there? <laughs> Ten, five, wow. 12, or nine? Does this mean TV series? Like how yes. many TV series are there? Okay. Yeah. Not counting movies. I, all right. So I know I know there was like the, as far as I know, the original was the one, and you obviously you don't, can, don't tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it was the one with William Shatner and, um, and Leonard Nimoy. It's what's kind of in between that gets a little hazy, but I know the next generation, I think that might have been next with Patrick Stewart. Deep Space Nine was a different show, I think. There was one that had the word Odyssey in it, I want to say. Um, and I can picture the cast. I got to be honest, I want to go with the lowest number, number five, because I can only come up with three or four off the top of my head. So I'm going to go with five television series of Star Trek. Incorrect. <laughs> up until a few years ago, five would have been a lot closer. But the answer is ten. Oh, my gosh. You have to you fill me in, please. So you have the original series. With uh-huh. William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and okay. George Takei. Yes. You've got the animated series. Was that next? That was next. Wow. Uh, then you had Next Generation with Patrick Stewart and Jonathan okay. Frakes and uh-huh. all of them. So that's three. Deep Space Nine. Ah, oh, I was right. Which is one of my favorites. Cool. Emily and I are actually currently re-watching that her, for the first time for her. So Nice. And then Voyager, which I think is what you were thinking of as Odyssey. Voyager, yeah, uh-huh, yep. With Kate Mulgrew and Jerry yes. Ryan. Kate Mulgrew from Orange is the New Black. Yep. Then you had Enterprise, which had Scott Bakula in it. Oh my gosh, I don't think I even knew that. Yeah, that one was in the early 2000s. Okay. And then that was the last show for a while. And then CBS launched their CBS All Access, which is now Paramount+. Plus. And when they launched that, uh, which is their streaming service, they created a new Star Trek show. Oh, cool. Which is called Discovery. So Discovery is seven. Then they created another show called Picard, which brings back Patrick Stewart. Yes. As yes, well yes, as Jerry yes. Ryan. Is that Data? Jerry no. Ryan? Well, oh, no, no. Jerry Ryan was seven of nine from Voyager. Data oh. is in it as well with Brent Spiner. 
I thought so. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Oh my gosh, I knew they were current series that I because I, I saw. I yeah, I think my dad was watching it the other day, and I saw. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. Oh my gosh. And then after Picard, there's Lower Decks, which is a fantastically funny cartoon. Not necessarily for kids, but it's definitely more adult oriented, kind of like the Rick and Morty and all that. Gotcha. But gotcha, it's about gotcha. the uh, the non commissioned officers, so you know the the people that work on the lower decks. So it is like a comedy. It's like oh yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it, it's what a great angle. I think some of the people from Rick and Morty actually went over and made to make lower decks. That's funny. So that's nine, and then yeah. depending on who you ask, there's ten because between seasons of shows, they started doing what were called short treks, which <laughs> were like five ten minute long things that kind of filled in things between shows. Oh, yeah. Um, there's one with H. John Benjamin, which is fantastically funny, with tribbles, which are little fur balls that. Ooh, uh, I like anything that's a fur ball, so I'm, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> um, so that can make it 10 if you count Short Treks as okay. a series. Um, but there's also another cartoon show that's getting ready to come out on Nickelodeon called Prodigy. And that is a, that is a kid show, you said. Yeah, it's geared for kids, but it's got Kate Mulgrew coming back as Captain cool. Janeway. As, as a Trekkie, it's really nice to have all the Star Trek coming out. My takeaway is that Star Trek is being really good to its fans and giving mm-hmm. them some good content. And it also seems that they're really trying to reach a wide audience, including younger people, to probably, my guess would be, to continue the franchise. So that's yeah. uh, they're, they're mm-hmm. doing some work, man. I'm very, yeah. I did not know that. I'm learning. Yeah. Well, thanks for catching me up. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to number three for your survivor quiz. This one has a, a a visual aid. All right. So there's a photo that we're looking at. You can go to lackofgenius.com to look at it as well. And uh, number three says taken in 2006 at Cape Town International Airport. The above photo features Kevin. That's me with survivor winner Ethan Zahn. Which season did Ethan win? So you can go and look at this picture. Um, and uh, the choices are season one, Borneo, season two, the Australian Outback, season three, Africa, or season four, Marquesas. I, I just want to point out to people that Kevin's hair kind <laughs> of looks like the bad guy from The Incredibles, the first movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, it's like a fro, but kind of like pointed up, right? Right. Well, and, and the color of the picture makes it look reddish. Okay, so here's a fun quick story behind that is that when you knew me at Manchester, I had short hair that was dyed orange. Yeah. And then I came back to L.A. and then had this trip uh, like a month later. So I dyed that orange hair brown to look normal and it kind of came out in this reddish color. But the fact I, I, I feel like the fact that you put Cape Town International, I feel like that's kind of a clue. Knowing that, it, you know, it's from 2006. Uh-huh. I know Survivor came out of the, the writer strike that happened really early on in the 2000s. I want to go with season three, Africa. All right. Is that your choice? That's my choice. Great job, John. You got it. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I thought it would go the other way around where you'd see Cape Town is in South Africa. I thought maybe you'd be like, okay, he wants me to think it's Africa. And I thought you'd choose something else. So well done. Way to, way to get by that. Um, yeah, this is Ethan Zahn. He won season three. He came back and played two more times, I think. So I think he's played a total of three games. He came back in what was one of the really great early seasons, which was uh, Survivor All-Stars. And he may have come back one other time, but he for sure was in the all-winner season that just aired. And he, he, you know, he got to like midway. He didn't, uh, he didn't win. But if you'll, if you humor me for a second, I want to read something for you. Okay, hang mm-hmm. on. 
Okay, so I kept a journal while I was on this trip, and I found <laughs> I found the journal. Here's what I wrote about that time. This was on January 8th, 2006. I'm on the plane to Cape Town. It's been in the air for almost four hours now. I just got up to pee a few minutes ago, and guess who I saw? And then in parentheses, I put, I bet you already know. Like, I'm writing to myself in the future, <laughs> saying, and, and I do know. And I said, Ethan, the winner of Survivor Africa. He's totally my favorite Survivor contestant ever. I was in line for the bathroom, and I saw the back of his head and thought, that guy's hair looks like Ethan from Survivors. Then he turned toward me, and it was him. And then later I wrote, I know he would probably hate it, but I really want a picture with him, and I'd really just like to talk to him because he seems like such a cool, level-headed guy. Here's hoping you'll be seeing a picture of me with Ethan from Survivor Africa sometime soon. And John, you got to see the picture, didn't you? I did. <laughs> and, and, you know, I wrote more in the journal. I won't read it, but, like, I had a really good conversation with him. He was in Africa because with his winnings, he started a charity that does AIDS education through soccer in Africa. And he, he's, a, he's a former professional soccer player, Ethan is. So, yeah, so we talked about that. He was also with his girlfriend, who was the winner of Survivor Amazon. Her name is Jenna. And so I got to meet two winners at one time. It was, it was a magical moment in my life. So thank you That's for cool. letting me share it. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for your next question? Bring it on. Star Trek number four, right? It's, it, yep. It's, it's a true or false. Oh, gosh. Nobody ever says, beam me up, Scotty. True or false. Wow. Okay, that's like probably the most famous line I'm putting in air quotes right now from Star Trek. Everybody knows, beam me up, Scotty. That's got, I, I do believe that Scotty is the character who does beam people up. He, he runs what the transporter machine that I don't know the name of. And this very much reminds me of like in Star Wars, for example, it's never actually said, Luke, I am your father. That's, the, that's like the popular line that people say, but it, all he says is, I am your father. Like he doesn't, anyways. So now I'm wondering, okay, is this, are you, did, you knew that I was going to know that, didn't you, John? You knew that I was going to know that about Star Wars, and you're like, he's, he's, look, I just play games with myself when we do this. I, I, <laughs> I have to choose true. I am choosing true that nobody ever says, beam me up, Scotty. Correct. Just like in Star Wars, you know, he never says, Luke, I am your father. As far as I know, no one actually ever says, beam me up, Scotty. Wow. There's variations of it, but no one ever actually says that. Now, is this based on your own research? Th this is something that, you know, other, pe other people have actually gone through. And the only thing I'm not entirely sure of is with the newer movies, wh where Simon Pegg plays Scotty and stuff. I, I don't quite remember on that, but... As you know, in the original series, no one ever said that. I would bet that they do say it in the movies because it's become such a popular line in, in culture, in pop culture, that they probably snuck it in. It's possible. And I think in the TV series, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, that puts me at three for four. And we have we are moving on to question four for you for Survivor, yep. right? And I two for three so two far. Two for three. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. All right. Here we go. Which of the following countries has hosted the most seasons of Survivor. Is it A, Nicaragua, B, Philippines, C, Samoa, or D, Fiji? I'm going to rule out Samoa just because of the size of Samoa. I know there's, I know there's, there's multiple islands, but I feel like it's not that big of a place to 
do it uh, multiple times. Uh, Nicaragua with political tensions and stuff there, I can see that not happening very often. Mm. So kind of between the Philippines and Fiji. I think I'm going to go with Fiji just because of, you know, it's Fiji. They can use that as a draw to get contestants and get people to want to go there because then they can be like, hey, I went to Fiji. So I'm going to go with Fiji. That's correct. Wow, that logic may be true. I, I so From what I've read, I think just the environment there, how nice it is, the people that they work with. Much like you said, Nicaragua has political issues. There's there's countries where it's dangerous and difficult to travel to. Fiji is just really convenient for the crew. So between the, the other three options, Nicaragua, Philippines, and Samoa, there have been four seasons at each of those locations. There's been nine seasons at Fiji. And the last, uh, I think, it, yeah, it is the last nine seasons have been filmed in Fiji. <laughs> so they just keep using the same location now. And seasons 41 and 42 coming up are both in Fiji. So it used to be that Survivor was all about like, well, now we're in Australia. Now we're in Africa. And now the backdrop doesn't matter as much. It's kind of just more about the game. So they were like, as long as we're on an island and Fiji's as good an island as any. So let's go for it. Conversation from last week. I still think they should do like Northern Canada or, you know, yeah. one of the Aleutian Islands. You know, it's still an island. That's true. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, there have never been never been any seasons in North America or Europe or Antarctica. Most of them have been in the oceanic uh, continents. Okay, okay so that we're just, tied. That just, yeah, that just put you at three for four. I'm also three for four, and we're moving on to question five for each of us. Mm-hmm. This actress was a part of every series in most movies up until her death. Nichelle Nichols. Uh-huh. Majel Barrett Roddenberry. I think I said her first name right. It's either Majel or Majel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. Or Jerry Ryan. All right, let me do a rundown. Nichelle Nichols, we established from the first question, was in the original series, so it is mm-hmm. possible that she has been in every episode, or every every series, that is. Um, I don't know who Majel Barrett Roddenberry is, but based on you saying who the writer was, I believe the, the creator of Star Trek's last name is Roddenberry, so this could be a wife or a sister, um, and maybe maybe for that reason was put in. Whoopi Goldberg, I know, was in The Next Generation, and I have no idea who Jerry Ryan is. That's Jerry with one R, assuming you spell J-E-R-I, which is a very unique spelling of Jerry, and how I would spell Jerry if my name were Jerry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Nichelle Nichols is the only, because that's the only one that I know for sure was in the first season, I think I have to pick her, and I'm going to. I'm picking Nichelle Nichols. Incorrect. That was a dumb guess, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Majel Barrett Roddenberry. Ah, oh, so was you I are right correct. Thinking she she is Gene Roddenberry's wife. Okay, um, but she was an actress as well. Um, she actually star or was in the pilot episode of the original series as number one, the executive uh, to the captain. They recast for the after the pilot, and so then she became a nurse in Next Generation. She did a couple roles. She had, was the voice of the computer. So whenever, oh. if you ever think of Star Trek and you think of the computer voice, that's her. That's her. In Next Generation? or In, in like, Next Generation, in- Deep Space Nine, wow. Voyager, I think Enterprise as well. And then she also played, um, Next Generation, there's a character of Deanna Troy. She played Deanna Troy's mom, Loxana Troy. And so she had that character as Next Generation as well as Enterprise. Shortly before she died in, I believe, 2008, she recorded computer lines for the 2009 movie. 
Wow, they got it in, and so she posthumously technically starred in this. In, yep. You know, had a role in these movies. That's pretty great. Do you th is this something that most Trekkies, as you said earlier, kind of know, or is this sort of a fun fact that you kind of have to dig deep to discover? I think Trek, you know, a lot of Trekkies would know that already. Maybe not necessarily put it, you know, put two and two together that she was in almost every single thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Well, great question. So I ended up three out of five. I started off hot. I was two for two, and yeah. I, fin I and then I finished one for three. So three for five is mine. You are trying to beat me now because you're three for four going into your last question. So here it is. Of the 40 seasons of Survivor that have aired, how many were won by women? 40 seasons. How many won by women? 13, 15, 17, or 21? Oh, let's see here. I mean, I, ideally it'd be, you know, 50-50. Well, not necessarily 50-50. That, that's taking a very black and white look at it. I don't think it's 21. I'm going to go with 17. 17. Of the 40 seasons of Survivor, you're saying 17 have been won by women. Is that your mm -hmm. final choice? It's a nice prime number. It is a nice prime number, but ah. it is an incorrect number. Wow, we tied. It is 15, 15, which I was actually surprised that it was as low as that. I mean, it's still definitely a respectable number, mm -hmm. but um, I would have thought it would have been closer to, to an even 2020. So yeah, 25 times a male has won, 15 times a female. I will say that like as I kind of looked through the history, it remained pretty close for, for, for most of the time, and then men just started getting a slight edge. The last six seasons, though, have been won by men, so that really like pushed the scales up. Okay. One thing that I do that I, that I meant to share at the beginning, um, my family and I, we don't, we don't watch the seasons together, but we do watch every season. And what we do is in the first episode, before they give any information about any of the cast members, so we just are looking at them with no information about them, we all pick who we think is going to win. So like before they even open their mouths and we even know what kind of person they are, uh, my mom, my sister, my brother, we all, we all pick someone to win. And, uh, and then we usually pick a second person because if the first person gets eliminated right away, I think I've once or twice been correct. I also have once chosen somebody who got eliminated on the first episode. So that was a bummer, <laughs> but uh, it's a fun game to play uh, within the game for us and our family. So I always have a good time with that. Cool. You know, it may not be an even split of men and women in Survivor, but it's an even split for us today. Both going three for five. Yeah, I, I uh, didn't do too well this week uh, compared to the last two, so there's always next week. People have high expectations of you now, John. They're expecting <laughs> at least a four out of five out of you, and they, I think they were hoping for perfection today. But, I mean, if there was perfection, then, it, then the name of the show wouldn't be correct. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Which, by the way, I've been meaning to share this as well, that multiple times when I've texted people the name of the show to let them know about it, I've misspelled genius <laughs> multiple times. I spell it G-E-N-U-I-S instead of I-U-S. Anyways, yeah, so I am I'm living proof of lack of genius by misspelling the, the word genius. Next week, hometowns, right, John? Yeah, let's do hometowns. What, so. what is your, what's your hometown? Hometown of uh, Muncie, Indiana. And so. while I typically say Los Angeles just because it's easy to know where it is, and I do currently live in Los Angeles, my hometown where I've spent most of my life is Lomita, California. I was about to give information about it, but I'm not going to because <laughs> I'm going to quiz you on it. These are small cities, and I think it'll be a cool way to kind of – it'll tell a little bit about us, but also mm -hmm. I think it's cool to learn about little cities that, that are you know people don't or lesser known but still have an identity. So it'll be fun to go through some of that. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't necessarily say Muncie's a little city, but I mean, it's not L.A. either. So I guess lesser known, which I well, I always tell the story about why I know Muncie. And it's because they make fun of it on the show Parks and Recreation all the time and, because they're from Indiana. And they're, uh, there's one of the characters has a vacation house in Muncie. And it's like the joke is like, that's the lamest place you could have a vacation <laughs> house. And I say that with love. It's just the way the show does it. But I'm sure it's a wonderful place. And, and you know, I I being from Muncie and Indiana and everything, you know, I enjoyed Parks and Rec. It's fantastically funny. <laughs> yeah. You know. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that because from here it was, it's funny because most of it was filmed in LA, but it took mm-hmm. place in your hometown. So it's just more reason for us to be together right now. This is, this is true love, John, is what it is. <laughs> and I, I won't use this as a question next week, so it's not a freebie for you. <laughs> okay. But the map of Pawnee from Parks and Rec, uh-huh. from my understanding, is just the map of Muncie upside down. No, I, that is the best Parks and Rec fact I've ever heard. We're going to have to do like a, just a Parks and Rec episode all together. Maybe, maybe. Wow, that's, you already get one point for next week for that fact right there. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'm excited to learn a little bit about Muncie and teach a little bit about Lomita and excited to have you, the listener, back next episode. Do we mm-hmm. have any, uh, any last notes you wanted to add? Go, reach out to us on our socials, you know. Lack of Genius uh, Facebook page, uh, Lack of Genius on Instagram, Lack of Genius Podcast at gmail.com. We have the YouTube channel, Lack of Genius, and we've got the Patreon page. Check us out there. Leave us comments. Tell us how bad we're doing. and mm-hmm. Tell us just how much genius we lack. Yes. And we're going to keep reminding you to do this until you do it. So just do it. And you can, your comment can literally be, stop telling us to leave comments on our socials. I mean, we have gotten a <laughs> review on uh, the Apple Podcast app. I saw that today. I yeah. don't know B Nye or B Nee. Or not, Benny. I don't know. Benny. I thought it was someone you knew. That doesn't ring a bell to me. But wow. evidently their kids and them look forward to the podcast every week. That's what they, and they said. They to keep it going. So. And, and, and what's the name? How does it? How is it spelled again? It's B-N space N-I-I. B-N-I, 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 whoever you are, we appreciate you. Thank you. You just got a shout out on our show. All right, John. Well, uh, great job today. Yeah. Let's see if uh, Let's see how we do next week. And man, it's always a pleasure chatting on this mic with you. Yeah, always. All right, John. Catch you later, dude. See you, everyone. See ya. It's the Lack of Genius Podcast. In your ear holes at last. They don't know they're Mars from Venus. That's why it's the Lack of Genius Podcast. <laughs>